0: Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline, expert in education, child development, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive self-regulation program. Now, that's important to hear. We're about self-regulation, which means the ability to manage and control our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And once we can manage those, then we're going to integrate all that into social-emotional learning, school culture, and discipline. Today, you're going to be joining me with a conversation I had with Sandy Mummy, who's a principal of a K-2 school in Ocean Lake Elementary School in Lincoln City, Oregon. Now, isn't that amazing? I mean, wouldn't you love to have a, a principal whose name was Mummy? And especially if you're K2. I can hear it often being, hey, Miss Mummy. No, I mean Mummy. It's a delightful name. So we've have heard other principals in their journey how they've transformed their school. But Sandy did something a little different, as each does, because we make it individualized to meet the needs of our community. And she did it using the motto, go slow to go fast. And I want you to listen carefully how she spent one year having people just examine their own values and what they really want. I mean, she did slow it down and she went deep and then boom, it all started to happen. Also, at the very end, she does an exercise with her staff that is so powerful. I can't wait for everyone to hear about it. So join us now. So I'm here with uh, Sandy Mummy, uh, which is interesting, a principal. Wouldn't you love to have a principal's name who's mummy? (laughs) Okay, so Sandy Mummy from Lincoln City, Oregon Mm -hmm. at Ocean Lake Elementary. Mm -hmm. So uh, thank you for sitting down with me. So it's a K-2 school. Mm -hmm. How long have y'all been doing Conscious Discipline?
1: We are in year three. Year three. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, so... Start me from year one to year three. Did you have, was it full steam ahead? Was it resistance? How did you get to where you are now? Because I can see the glow in your face. You're pleased with where you're going.
1: So we started um, I was actually at a different elementary school, and mm-hmm. the superintendent said, "You know, I need your help, and we want you to go to this other elementary school." And, and Now was this
0: elementary school having some issues, or were the children a little bit uh, well, challenging
1: or What had happened was the year before I went, mm-hmm. they had reconfigured all the schools in the north area, so mm-hmm. what was two k6 buildings mm-hmm. became one K2 building and one three Six building yeah. and it just so happened that during that time there was um family medical emergency with the leadership in the building so there wasn't a leader to kind of help with that change of merging two schools right. into one and then merging two schools so it was just a building that didn't really know who it was and didn't have a lot of systems in place or a school mm-hmm. culture and so um, when i first came to the building um And I'm working with the staff. I'm standing up in front of these beautiful faces, but they're sitting as far back from me as they possibly can in the room. Run! Yes. And then no one spoke. Oh, wow. And so I literally um I wrote jokes and I put them in a hat and every 15 minutes or 30 minutes I pulled out a joke just because I wanted to make sure like are you still with me? Yeah. And I'm a funny person but yeah. like no one was laughing. And so <laughs> um anyway, so that's kind of where we were. I was fired up about conscious discipline when I came. So for yeah. me it was a non-negotiable. You know, yeah. this is this is where we're going. And when we first started, we did have resistors. We had those that would come up to me and say, "You know, Sandy, I get why you're having us do the brain smart starts at the staff meetings, mm-hmm. but do we really need um, to sing the whole song? Yeah, <laughs> you know, can we just get through it? Yeah. And so, um, anyway, uh, we also had those that you know things come and go right. so frequently in yeah. education, and so um, we definitely had some who who got the feeling like if I just sit this one out, it'll pass. Yes. Um, and so, <laughs> that was year. One. Yeah. Um, and so, year one, we did the book study, the blue book, you yeah. know. Um, and then in year two, we did the same book study because yeah. we just needed it again. Yeah. Um, and so that was really helpful. By year two, they were more on board. Did some leave? Yes. We had. Ones that said, no, this is not for me. They did. And I think there's also other challenges to living in a rural town and, and working. So, I think there were multiple factors and yes. reasons why they left. Yeah. But some did leave. Um, and We were able to, at that time the district was in support of it, they did bring in some trainers and Mm -hmm. they brought in some coaches and so we had um, a little taste of of what that was and so that brought on some more people. Um, We started working with a CDAT team. but by year three, um, instead of having a seat at team, because I had so many people who were fired up, yeah. we had them go into all the different teams. So in our instructional systems team, we have people fired up about conscious discipline, yeah. and in our you know behavior systems team, yeah. we have people fired up, and in our culture climate team. And so what we really wanted was just to put on these conscious discipline eyes and have our school family really kind of emerge um, from conscious discipline. So we went slow to go fast. So it took us almost an entire year to come up with the agreements that we have and the uh, commitments that we have to how we're supporting children, what our beliefs are. Yeah. And so that took us an entire school year. We didn't rush it, but now we have this this guiding document is what we all collectively believe in and we can commit to, and that was really helpful. Um, it took us a year to explore whether we wanted a social-emotional curriculum and what we wanted that to be. And we did decide on Feeling Buddies, but just not this year. Let's do it next year. All so right. we waited a year, um, and then we launched the Feeling Buddies Um, but we didn't launch it yet. We spent half the year reading managing emotional mayhem. And so just this January, we have feeling buddies in every classroom. Um, but in, but we're going to continue studying managing emotional mayhem because in that book, there were a lot of ahas for people that I don't think they had before because it says it in just a slightly different Different way. way. So let me see. So year one,
0: uh, you had this kind of introduction, little feeling, a little, I'm just going to do this as what came on. Year two was a year of exploring one's values and mm-hmm. where do you want to go and what's important to you? And what did you want to see for children and for yourself? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's like you said, you said we went slow to go fast. And then it's kind of like what I'm seeing from your face. It was like, Boom! Is that
1: really That's the case? Right. And I think, um, you know, between years two and years three, um, I went to CD1 twice in one summer. Yeah. And um, in years one and two, I did the wish well. Yeah. And I hated every minute of it. And yeah. I would put my hands on my heart and I would just think to myself, I'm wishing you well, but really? Oh my, I can't believe I'm standing up here right now with my hands on my heart. It, really, it just, it wasn't genuine. Yeah. But after CD1 and the work that um, Karen Hickman did after there was, um, just so happened to be a shooting um, at that time, yeah. and she led us all in this beautiful wish well, and she gave love to the, the victim and the EMT, but she also gave a wish well to the shooter. And yeah. for me... Uh, It was like I got it, you know, like this is what it's about. It's really about really wishing well and even those who need it the most. So, you know, whether it's coincidence or whether it just happened, but in year three, from the minute school started, my wish well became genuine. And I would really look at someone and I would just think, I'm going to extend my love to you and the space between us we're going to fill with love. And it's a a scary place for an administrator because it's, it's vulnerable there. Yeah you know, and things happen sometimes that you don't expect in that space between two people, Um, you know, and so whether that's connected, I believe it is, Um, but I think that- Well, that's amazing, I
0: mean, because, uh, you know, the role of principal, first, you know, it was like set that tone with these kids and the teacher had to keep the distance with Mm -hmm. the kids. And certainly the principal had to keep the distance with everybody. I mean, I am the principal. I mean, to open that up and do it a different way was very courageous of you. And so it seems like it worked for you.
1: It is working. Our school family is really still in development. Um, but I will say that our staff meetings now, whereas before, I dreaded them. I have mm-hmm. to stand up in front of these people. And I love them as, as educators. But it was, um, it was hard because I felt like there was a distance. Mm-hmm. Now, every Wednesday, I really feel rejuvenated. I mean, I feel like this is why we're doing the work. These are my people. This is our tribe. We can do this. And every time I leave a staff meeting, I say, can we do this every day? You know, um, But we're just not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, but it's a totally different environment with staff. And we're starting to see that with the students as well in our school family. And I, we do have some work to do. I mean, we're, oh, not, sure. you know, we're not 100% where we want to be yet, but we're headed in that direction. And it feels great.
0: Okay. So there was this exercise that you did mm-hmm. that really opened my eyes. And you had uh, the teachers Write down the student's name. So tell me about that exercise that you asked the teachers to do. Tell us all of us about it.
1: Okay. So we were talking about relationships and the importance of relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, everybody get a blank piece of paper. And off the top of your head, as fast as you possibly can, write down the names of every single student in your class. Mm -hmm. Got it? Got it? Okay. Now, next to that name, write down something about that child that is unrelated to education. Ready? Go. And I thought, anything that I'm asking the teachers to do for their students, I need to be willing to do for the teachers. And so I got a piece of paper, and I just started writing every single one of the staff members' names. And next to it, I started writing something that I knew about them that wasn't related to education. And so when we were all finished with our lists, and I shared with them, you know, I did the same thing you did. The, the teachers were as eager to hear what I knew about them as I'm sure their students would be eager to hear what their teacher had noticed about them. And it was really, really powerful. We always end our staff meetings with a community circle and, and we do share outs. And I said, you know, what's your takeaway from today? And that wasn't the only thing we talked about, yeah. but the majority of teachers said, you know, I need to do I need to do more to connect with those kids who are under the radar, those low talkers, the ones that I don't know very well. And for a teacher to walk away from a staff meeting with that. Wow. You know, (laughs) well, when you shared that and and I'm listening, I was like, whoa,
0: first of all, there's a group in front of me of forty eight. And I only had one person, Rebecca, who has chickens that I could tell you outside of this arena. And then I was thinking about my own office and we have had a a lot of new people and changing and things have happened so fast. I couldn't do it with my own people at my own office. Now I know a few, I know Rachel who's helping us today is going to marry a Bailey, but that's like a duh because they're the same name uh, and has some nieces and stuff. That's about all I've, I, I know. And it was an eye-opener for me. And I hope those who are listening and watching this have an eye-opening too that maybe we all could slow down a little. Slow down, like you said, slow down to go fast. So thank you, Sandy. Thank you for what you're doing with your school at Ocean Lake. And thank you for your passion, your heart, and your love for uh, what you do, your children and your staff. It's inspiring. Thank you. Wow. What a conversation. So thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Ocean Lake Elementary School. Thank you, Lincoln City, Oregon. And let's all just take a moment to be grateful for all the work we're doing and certainly for the people who are willing to share their ideas. And wasn't that last exercise a kicker? Okay. So what's Becky up to? Well, I'm reading a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. It's a phenomenal book. you know. In Conscious Discipline, we're all about noticing instead of judging. So we have to step back. We have to be the witness for children, just like we have to be the witness for our own thoughts and the witness for our own emotions. Sometimes we get so confused that we think our emotions are who we are. So if I feel bad, I am bad. Or if I think bad, I am bad. We forget to be the witness, to step back and just notice those thoughts that are generated by our body and our mind and remember who we truly are. So I'm loving the book. So what are our celebrations? Our celebrations are March Madness almost because all the conferences we did in March. We went to SICA, that was in Orlando. We went to Denver, Colorado. We went to Michigan for the Head Start Conference in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We went to Indianapolis at the Indianapolis AEYC, the Virginia AEYC. And just recently, I got back from ASCD. In addition to these state and national conferences, we did some other regional things here and there. But it's been a busy March, and, you know, we didn't have it in categories and have 16 players and all that. But it was a little bit of a madness, but everybody won. And that's the exciting news. It's a win-win for everyone. So until next time,
1: I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.